Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. Dr. Maggard uh, going to be joining me here in just a few minutes. He is wrapping up with KPL FM, and then he'll be in studio. Number of things to talk about, including Brett McMurphy's report last night from Action Network headquarters that the Sun Belt will be aggressive in pursuing new members and could grow its membership from 10 to 12 schools, specifically in football. They were the only G5 league a year ago to have two teams in the top 15 of the final AP poll. On top of that, Matt Brown of Extra Points, a newsletter covering a lot of the -the off-the-field things in the world of college sports, he reported that he has been hearing that, and and this has kind of been out there for a while, but that UT Arlington and UALR are unlikely to remain in the conference as the league wants to set their identity at being 100% football first. Get into that. So... Coach Napier got to Louisiana and was hired in his first season was 2018. Bowl game year one, school record 11 wins in 2019, 10 wins a season ago, beat a ranked team in the top 25 to open the season, finished 15th in the country. Are they going to have the attendance that they deserve on Saturday? Last year, announced home attendance was, I don't know, 5,500, 5,600. I don't remember. I don't have the number right in front of me. But last year was last year. You had social distancing. You had COVID. You know, it, was, it, was, it was different everywhere. If you want to go back to 2019, the biggest crowd they had was over 21,000 against Texas State. It was the biggest one they had. In 2018, the biggest crowd they had was the opener against Grambling, but Grambling brought a ton of fans. Whenever the Cajuns played New Mexico State, there was a little over 18,000 there. I think Foot wrote about this this week. In the 12 non-pandemic home games in Napier area, of them had a crowd under 20,000. It's been a while. 21 wins over the last two seasons, national ranking. Someone said, oh, well, losing to Texas hurt. Okay. Certainly beating Texas would have helped. But the reality is you're still doing unprecedented things at UL. You got free parking. You got tailgating. You got beautiful weather. Are fans going to show up? Season ticket sales have not been great. They haven't. You know, I was talking to Norman Locke yesterday. He feels like it's going to be a really good crowd. We will see. You're still battling some COVID issues. You're still battling a number of things. But we will see. 
Joining me now from one studio to another, busy man, intercollegiate director of athletics and external affairs, also known as athletic director, Dr. Brian Maggard is uh, now in studio. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Wear Red Friday. And you're in your red. I'm I know. You. you are as well. Absolutely. I, I know. <laughs> I better be or he's going to give it to me. <laughs> nope. Um, I was just talking before you walked in about, I, to be frank, answering the question, is is the is is this the year where the fans are truly going to show up? Going through some of the numbers and attendance, not so much last year, but the previous right. years. How do you feel about tomorrow? You know, I feel great. Everything is lined up, right? We've got a... I don't care what you say. We still have a top 25 football program, right? We're, we got bumped out of that, you know, the, the rankings, but we're still getting a lot of votes. Um, we're in the mix. We're going to be in the mix. Tomorrow's going to start a 11-game win streak for us. I feel good about that. Um, weather is going to be unbelievable. It's great it's, forecast. It's, I mean, I, tomorrow night is uh, no humidity. It When the lights come on, the sun goes down, it's going to be an unbelievable football atmosphere. And uh, most importantly – right, is eight hours before kick, the tailgating begins. And so here's what I'm saying, you know, come out for the tailgate party and then stay for some really good college football. When you got three seconds of the season and your first one is the home opener and it is the best weather for a home opener Uh, ever. Absolutely. I'm talking in in probably the history of football in the state of Louisiana. I'm not even kidding. That's right. I mean, I've been to some games in September where you're talking about, I might as well bring five T-shirts because I'm just sweating through all of them. This feels like a like mid-October forecast. It's, it's in, in, I mean, the football gods are smiling because that is as good as it gets. Um, you mentioned the tailgate and you mentioned everything else. And, and we've talked about it in the past, uh, free parking now, general admission parking yeah, across across the field. street. Now, we, we've talked about this in the past. Um, UL football has been um, a, a walk-up crowd a lot of times. Mm-hmm. They have some season tickets. I know the numbers aren't what you guys, had, you know, what you strive for. It's got to be better, as you always say. But to all those that bought season tickets, I know you appreciate them. Huge and you're still, you. Huge still, still pushing it out there, right? right? Do it. You're right. But it's been a a, a a walk-up crowd on some of those days where it's like, man, the numbers are really good today. Um, is that going to be the case tomorrow? Well, you've got all the ingredients to make it so. Yeah. yeah. You know, I feel like we've positioned ourselves to make this an, a, a very attractive product. And by product, I mean the entire game, right? From tailgating to, you know, the product we put on the field to the experience overall, right? You know, for as little as $12.50, through the McDonald's family four-pack, mm-hmm. you can get a ticket into our game. So whether you're an actual family, you and three buddies get together and you go buy it at twelve fifty each, right? On top of that, you get free McDonald's coupon food, right? Free food from McDonald's. That's a good deal. Free food um, and, uh, and then even football. Yeah, and even with that, so then free parking, right? You don't have to pay to park across the street. And then if you don't have a tailgate spot or you don't want to mess with bringing, you know, tailgating merchandise in there just come into russo park for free tailgating and by free i mean the space is there it's a fun atmosphere we got you know the venue set up nicely to you know for people to enjoy it the concession stands will be open you can buy your beer and sodas and water and food right there it's it's 
it's being made as convenient as possible, right? And we want to keep it affordable. We want it to be affordable. And then it's easy to get in and out of. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a safe, fun place for families. Kids can play out on the hill. Kids can run around the concourse. Mom and dad can watch the game. It's safe. It's going to be fun. And what we just said, that forecast is going to be unbelievable. So uh, ESPN 1420, I, I want to say this, Dr. Maga, because I think that not all, but the majority of folks that are hearing this, whether it be live or whether it be on demand mm-hmm. later, are probably a lot of the choir you're That's preaching right. to. I, 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 would, I would venture to say that your message to them is, repeat what I am saying to someone else that is not hearing my voice because that's really what this what this comes down to um you know this community in terms of increasing that number because the the loyal ones have been there um but the the formula is there and and I look I'm not telling anyone how they should live their life I'm just gonna say what I said earlier this week the time is now the time is um, now the time is now it, it it's it's time for the community to give Coach Napier and that staff and, and the administration and everyone else the, the support that I I feel has been earned at this point. It's yeah. it's one thing if it's like, I'm going to wait and see. You've seen it. That's right. You've seen it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and you guys have listened because, uh, what you know, you mentioned the, the parking and then a few years ago was the concessions. And it seems like a lot of things that, that has been asked to perhaps change. I mean, you've done research and you've you guys have made some changes. What, what's been the biggest challenge Trying to hear, I guess, from folks that are like, well, I think this would be good for the Gandhi atmosphere. Is it, do you have to get sort of a large sample size so you have enough? All right, this many people said it. It wasn't just one jabroni that called and complained that, you know, the the, the, the parking line was crooked or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, w- when do you determine, okay, this is a big thing. We're going to go ahead and we're going to pull the trigger and make this change. Yeah, I don't know if it's that scientific. You know, but, you know, we do listen to the chatter out there, right? And, and then we, we just do our self-evaluation. We sit there and say, okay, you know, we know we want this to be an affordable experience right. you know, for the average family. Because not only, you know, do we know that, that, that people, you know, struggle at times financially, but we also know there's a lot of competition for their, for their, um, attention, uh, their, their, their uh, what's the word I'm looking for, for their um, disposable income, mm-hmm. right? And so we want to make sure that we're competitive in that space. So we just look at everything. Okay, what can we do to help the consumer out? Well, can we allow them to park for free across the street? Yeah, that can help. Can we make sure that we have really affordable tickets? $12.50 for a general admission ticket. Yeah, we can do that. Absolutely. Matter of fact, you can get a reserved seat in the south end zone for that McDonald's family four-pack. Really? Right. And uh, and then uh, as always, and we we've worked very hard to put a fantastic product on the field. Those are the types of things we look at. And uh, but we do we want it to be affordable. We want it to be fun. We want it to be a family experience. You know, we want you to be able to to bring your young kids and and know that they can kind of run around and be safe and have fun. And you can have fun watching the game. Um, you can have affordable concessions. Right? We're not we're not price gouging anybody in that space either. And uh, so yeah, that's kind of how we approach it. Um, and then again, you know, we want to make sure that that tailgating experience is fun, and that's that's been a that's been you know a, a mainstay here, right? Tailgating is really good at UL. It's fun, it's it's uh, exciting, and uh, people like to come out and get together. ESPN fourteen twenty. That is Dr. Magger. The um, UL athletic department got a generous seven figure gift yesterday from uh, McLaugh Incorporated. 
you and I talked a little bit about sort of the renovations coming up to Cajun Field. We spoke about it last week, I think. Um, it was detailed a little bit more yesterday in the release, but for folks that might have missed it, what goes into a gift like this and um, the market leaves and, and what do you anticipate doing with it? Well, so certainly that $1 million is going to go toward the Cajun Field renovation project, right? We know that that we've actually, we've raised over $30 million to date, you know, for that. We've got eight to 10 more to raise in major gifts. We've got about another $10 million to, to generate through our suite sales. And then after that, we'll have other premium seat products to sell, which will generate revenue. And then we'd have, a, you know, some more uh, major gifts to get, you know, probably on the smaller scale. But um, we've already, you know, we've had some initial meetings on the design phase, you know, so we're, we're starting that. We're having the high-level discussions. That's kind of where it starts, and you start to drill down. And, uh, but, no, this uh, very generous gift, you know, from McLaugh will uh, absolutely, it just continues to move us forward. And I think it just it, it really shows nationally the uh, support that we do get from this community and uh, that, that UL continues to, to rise in the college football scene. Dr. Maggard, our guest, ESPN 1420. I'm Scott Prey of Louisiana, taking on Nichols State tomorrow. Um, if you're out of the game, which you should be with that weather, uh, you got a little radio with you, headset, mm-hmm. 4 o'clock pregame, uh, 6 o'clock kickoff, all of it right here on ESPN 1420. So um, conference realignment. Yes. A lot of news here in the last uh, day or two. I know um, – let me just – Go over a few things before I ask you anything, just for anyone that's tuning in late. Brett McMurphy reporting yesterday that the Sun Belt's going to be aggressive in pursuing some new members, looking to grow its membership from 10 to 12 in football. Uh, Matt Brown reporting that non-football members unlikely to remain in the conference um, in terms of UTA and Arkansas Little Rock. Commissioner Keith Gill just released a statement here in the last few minutes that I'll just read. I haven't read the full thing yet. Um says, the Sunbelt Conference could not have positioned itself better for this moment as the landscape shifts across conferences. We've never been stronger. The Sunbelt is the best non-autonomy FBS conference in the country. We were the only non-A5 conference with two teams ranked in both preseason polls. We finished last year with two teams ranked in the final college football playoff. And we've led the FBS in postseason winning percentage the last five years. I spoke to our conference CEOs and ADs yesterday about the current realignment in a few FBS conferences and how it puts us in a more advantageous position for our programs to thrive throughout this process. If we identify a school that adds value to the Sun Belt, we'll certainly consider them for membership. We feel very good about the quality of our schools. We take pride in who we are and will continue to build our program and our great conference. That's the statement from Commissioner Gill. So, uh, Dr. Magger, tell us everything that you discussed yesterday with them. <laughs> well, uh, Commissioner Gill summed it up pretty nicely in that. But yes, I, you know, in a word, I would say what came out of that uh, that Zoom meeting yesterday was solidarity. Right? Okay, that was what I was going to ask yep. you. We, we are, you know, okay. uh, the Sun Belt. We 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 know where we are, right? We know where we are as a as a conference. Stand, you know, from a football standpoint, we're really good. You know, when you look at when you look at the eight remaining brands. You know, in, in the American Athletic Conference, just take a look at them, mm-hmm. right? Now, Memphis is a good program. There's good programs in there. Don't get me wrong, right? The American has some good has some good brands and, and some good members. But we believe, and I think the data would show, that the Sun Belt is as competitive, if not more, than what is going to be remaining in other conferences. And so we do. We you know we want to make sure that we position ourselves one that we are, that we are together, two that um, 
you know, we want to identify other programs to see if there's an interest in joining us because we have room. And I don't, maybe the number is two, maybe it's more. But, uh, you know, we're going to work through that as a league and uh, continue to have those discussions because, again, we, we feel that we are a very strong conference from top to bottom, and uh, I think the data would support that. So the AAC losing four that, that put in their application to join the Big 12, then you look at it and say, okay, I'm sure maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, Dr. Mag, but I'm sure you, you bring up the word solidarity because on the call it's, they might try to call one of you guys, mm-hmm. do any of you want to leave, and it sounds like everyone's like, Based on what it looks like now, we're we're good. Am I? Is that a Cliff Notes version or? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It is. And, you know, our focus is going to be how do we continue to improve the Sun Belt because now it's an opportunity to do that. We have an opportunity to take it to, to the top. Take G5 it to conference. the top G five. We're positioned to do. We feel like we are best positioned to do that than any other G five. It's wild. How many? How much things change in, you know, five years, That's ten right. years? Certainly, um, the Sun Belt used to be at the bottom of that. Now with these moves. It's vying for the top spot, and you guys are saying, well, if we can do it. Now, you're not really specific, and I'm sure you can't get into all the specifics, but do you look in the AAC? Do you say FBS, FCS, it doesn't matter. We just want something that, from a football standpoint, is going to be a notable brand Mm -hmm. that's strong. Is that really the bottom line? Is that the number one thing on the list? I know people bring up TV and everything else, but it's is it is is it just football number one? Well, football plays a big role in it. Let me say that. Now, I think there's always the 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 credibility of the academic institution, right? The, the credibility they bring academically, right? You're not you know, going to invite Bishop Sycamore, right? right? You know, something like that. But um, you know, there's no doubt. I think shift is going to be more sport laden than anything, and particularly football, because it is about brand, right? It's about a value that you're bringing into your neighborhood that will be attractive to your television partner. That's what's going to drive it. Was it only football schools, ADs, um, you know, those in position of power that were on the call? That's a good question. I think so. Okay. I think so. I now that you say that, I'm trying to think. Well, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, on, I don't remember. Gosh, <laughs> that's how, uh, I guess I was still locked into the conversation that I wasn't, you know, taking a roll count there. But, uh, yeah, it, it, I would just go back and say this. It was a really good conversation. I mean, you had the CEO speaking up, the AD speaking up, and uh, we, we want to get aggressive in a smart, sensible, responsible way, right? Because, again, we feel like if, if you just sit there and look at, okay, if, you, if you're recruiting against the American, Right, we believe we have more to recruit to recruit to right now than than other leagues. Whenever certain members are leaving, that's it's, yes. so it's kind of like, I mean, I hate to sound so callous, but it's kind of like you smell blood in the water. You have to, you know, you gotta. <laughs> if you're a shark, you gotta bite down when it's there, um, because you're at the end of the day, everybody is looking out for what is in their best mm-hmm. interest. That's your job. That's right. You're looking out for the best interest of the Raging Cajun Athletic Department. And if, you know, the opportunity was different and there was a call and, okay, this is best for us. But um, I I mean, I I hate to sound so cynical. I mean, solidarity is a good thing, but um, it's also best when it makes sense for everyone. And it sounds like in this instance, it wasn't that difficult because it really makes sense. It really does. When you just look at the data, right, you look at the past performances, right? 
between, you know, the 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 soon to be American and, and the and the current Sun Belt, right? In particular, um, the the numbers don't lie; they just don't. And so, anyway, you know, we're going to continue to uh, do our due diligence. You know, we're going to be responsible in how we do it. But uh, yesterday's meeting was just really, really good on, on making sure that everybody's on the same page. ESPN1420.com. Dr. Maggard is our guest. I'm Scott Prather. Um, we've covered McLaugh. We've covered conference realignment um, tickets. You mentioned the the the, Mc, the McDonald's family four pack. How both can get that at the Cajun Dome? The only place you can get is the Cajun Dome because. When you make that purchase, you're going to get some free food coupons from McDonald's. There you go. So not only do you get a $12.50 ticket, not only can you park across the street for no cost at all, you will also get free food for later. How's that? You know, that's what we really need, Scott, though. We, we need people to show up. It, it's, just, it's time. I don't know what more to say. Top 25 product on the field, right? Nationally recognized football program, right? We have a 40,000-seat stadium it's wide open there's no restrictions come show up have a great time support this program when you do that when that is done that elevates the profile of the university when we play on national television espn three plus tomorrow the flagship next thursday night 85 million households that that raging that stack logo is going to be on tv for almost four hours you can't put a value on that when that happens, you elevate the profile of your entire university. When the university flourishes, Lafayette and Acadiana flourish. But also, those the profiles of our community is elevated when the Raging Cajuns are on national TV. When that happens, everybody thrives. There's a big economic impact long-term for that. We need people to invest in this economic engine called Raging Cajuns football so we can all thrive. The environment in college football is undeniable whenever it is working. I think in week one in college football, it was easy to see whether you were at a game, whether you were online, however you were consuming college football last week. Everywhere I look was, man, really miss the fans. Man, look at look at jump around in Wisconsin. Look at look at right. Divide Tech, North Carolina. Look at these. Look at look at look at Austin. Look at all the fans yes. there. You know, granted they showed up. You know, maybe a few minutes after kickoff, but when they were there, it was like, okay, there it That's is. Right. Um, you know, I, I hear folks sometimes talk about the the environment of Cajun Field or or this or that. You know, yes, a good team helps. Yes, the things that you guys have worked on and listen to the fans. The, all those things matter a lot. But number one on the list, in my mind, will always be fans. That is the ultimate tailgating, and, and, and in particular, inside a stadium, when you talk about a, an elite college football environment and the places that have it, the number one thing, the number one ingredient is fans. And that's not a, a no. disrespect to the things that you guys have worked on Absolutely. or how good the team is at the moment, but that's just the way college football is. And last year, compared to this year, just week one, the fans in that, and I think in in college football, maybe more than any other sport uh, in America, it's just the 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 ingredient of the fans. And fans are, you know, we we can talk about college basketball and college baseball, and of mm-hmm. course softball. We see it here in, in Lafayette very much. And 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 I've been to plenty of NFL games in the stands and in a press box. And I'm just telling you, college football is where the fans are the number one ingredient. And that's why. 
It's like you go and you have fun, but what you're doing is creating this atmosphere that elevates not just the program or, or, or you know, the university, but the community, as you said, yeah, and the that. city and the area and everything else. Like it's there, the that's the ingredient. If you're like, well, what's the last sort of missing ingredient? The the fan experience is the fan. I mean, I, I know I sound like, like the standard is a standard, but like that's essentially where we're at now. I feel yeah. like so many other things are in place. At this point, it's like if you get the fans there and it's a big crowd with the beautiful weather, that's the environment that that's you're right. like now. Now, now it's working. This yeah. is it. This is what everybody has been striving for. Because everybody will feed off of that. Just if I remember what two, three years ago when we hosted App State, I think we had twenty one, twenty two thousand people there. My gosh, that felt electrifying. On that Wednesday night, yeah, thirty-five. Can you imagine? You hurt 35? my hand that yes. night, by the way. Oh, no. It was after one of the scores, and you were walking by. Oh, I did. I'm yeah. <laughs> but can you imagine thirty-five to forty? I want to see that. I want to see that. You know, because uh, to your point, everyone in that venue will feed mm-hmm. off of that, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, so the concession lines might get long, and yeah, you might have to bump shoulders as you go into the bathroom. Oh Lord, and, it'll take you ten minutes yeah, longer to listen, get out. I walked of, of the Texas State and. Uh, you know, first of all, their concourses were much narrower than ours, right? And they their concession lines were outrageous, mm-hmm. right? But that's that's what happens. But you know? they don't care because it's they're 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 entrenched in this yes. sort of magical environment that yeah, is college sports. Right. You know, but but come and have a great time. You know, this community does so much in that space already. Whether it's the tens of thousands of people who will line up for a Mardi Gras parade. After parade, after parade, or people who will go to Mardi Gras balls, right? Or, you know, music festivals, that stuff. Just just look at it. It's a football festival. Mm-hmm. Treat home football games as a festival. Come, have a great time. Interact with people. I go back to, look, if you want to come on a whim and just be totally unprepared, you get you a $12.50 ticket through the McDonald's four-pack, right, plus a free food. You go park across the street at no cost. You don't want to mess with tailgating setups or, or products. Come right over and inside Rousseau Park, it's a community tailgate. You can buy your beer and concessions right there, right? Sit around, walk around, have a great time. Music's playing, bounce houses, face painting, all that stuff for the kids, right? You, I mean, it, it's, just, it's a, it's a walk-up's delight. And I don't know what more, you know, that you can do because, when again, you think of these other events, music festivals, you're walking around, having a good time, talking to people, drinking your favorite sauce. What right? makes the festival special more than anything? Well, the music helps, but it's the people. It's the, the environment. Yeah, it's the people that that's make right. the environment. When they when you show up, it's it's a really great time, and that's all we're asking. Because again, backyard, it isn't. An, you can come, spend some a little bit of money, right? It's going to take a little bit of money. We got that, but you, we we spend our money anyway on something else. But it's also an investment because again, as this program thrives. There will be a ripple effect from an economic standpoint for our entire community. Dr. Brian Maggard, Intercollegiate Director of Athletics and External Affairs, our guest here on the great. I don't even have to look it up anymore. Did I say it right? Intercollegiate Director of Athletics and External Affairs, Vice President for Intercollegiate Vice Athletics. Vice President, God dog it. But you know what? You can refer to me as Director of was Athletics. I, was AD. I? AD. I is that Nico's matter. title? I can't. He would be a <laughs> Deputy AD for Deputy external. Deputy AD. Yes. He, he, it's his fault. He did well, the external it's, You're just trying to blend him. Vice I. President of Intercollegiate Athletics. We'll just call him the Athletic Director. Dr. Maggard uh, has been our guest. Um, master Encouraged. Um, 
don't be dumb. Be smart with everything, but have fun. Get out there and um, looking forward to it tomorrow. And just the weather, man. Oh, my gosh. It's it, going to be beautiful. When those I, I, under the lights, no humidity, very comfortable. And if you really want, you know, a, a fan-friendly beverage, $2 Natty Light cans. $2. How's That's that? nice. How's that? That's, that's real nice. How's that? Especially for those of us who like Natty Light. For those that are of drinking age, cold beer. That's right. On a Saturday night with perfect weather That's right. in college football. Um, and uh, and a team coming in that could use some support as well um, with what Nickel State's right. doing. And, That's right. Um, it, it's going to be a... Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Yeah. It's gonna be fun, Doctor Maggard. We will uh, we will see you tomorrow. In the meantime, before we leave, is there anything else you want to add? I would just say this. You know, one uh, to your point. Those of you who are listening, you are the choir. That's exactly right. Please take this message and amplify it to those who don't. Grab a friend. Grab somebody who doesn't normally go and, and get them involved. Because I do think once people come and experience, they're going to like what they see and, and they'll come back. As important, next Thursday night is our next home game. That is on ESPN, the flagship, 85 million households. We need a full stadium. That shows America what Louisiana football is about. And trust me, in this grand scheme of landscape and all that, that stuff matters. That matters. All right. That is uh, Dr. Maggard. We'll talk to you, friend. Appreciate you coming by. Thank you much. All right. We'll take a quick time out. When we come back, we'll look at some college football lines from around the country. Don't go anywhere. It's ESPN 14.